a Dear Media original podcast. Hi, welcome to Good Instincts. I'm Shira Barlow, but you may know me as the food therapist. Join me every Thursday for the same thoughtful support to help you close the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. This should feel good, like really good. And it will, I promise. Okay, so this show is a bit of an emotional one and I wanted to come out right at the top of the show and share something with you, which is that next week's episode on Thursday will be our last episode of Good Instincts. And it's bittersweet for me because I have loved doing this show so much and it's been so powerful and so wonderful and so meaningful to me. And I will get into that even more because it's been more meaningful than I think that you know. But it's also going to allow me to take on more clients and show up online in a different way and and show up for different projects in a different way. And I just want to acknowledge that if you are a longtime listener, and I know that there are, and there are people that have written to me so many different times online, and the overarching feeling is that this has been a kind of cozy corner for them, that there's so much information online and so much wellness information, and where do you start? And it's been a place where people felt a little less alone in their journeys, and they felt like they could ask questions, and they felt like they could be supported, and it wasn't that scary, and we could start somewhere. And that is so incredibly meaningful to me, and I, I really still am that person. I am going to show up even more online, and you can always come find me in Instagram DMs at cheer underscore RD, but I'm also really that in my my private practice and you're going to see me popping up different places and I'm I'm really really excited but I also really want to honor that like you know that might feel shitty if you are a longtime listener and you felt supported and what I would say to you I would say kind of the same way I would if I disappointed Oliver or someone I really cared about in that way which is I totally get that and that makes a lot of sense. And if you want to come like be sad and be mad at me, you can also come find me on the internet. I would love to hear from you. So when I was thinking about this episode and I was thinking about what it means to change and what it means to have change and what it means to have growth also, I was thinking about the show and I was thinking about what it meant to me. And I think a lot of you know this, but a lot of you probably don't, which is that after I had Oliver, I took three years off of work completely. I had written my book. I had had like a thriving practice and I was go, go, go. And no one expected it, especially myself. I was like, I'm going to get some help. I'm going to like really resource it out and go back to work in this really specific way. And as soon as Oliver was born, I was like, oh, wow, there's no way I could imagine not being in the dirt and watching him watch the wind move the trees. And I just want to say if that is triggering for anyone or if anyone's feeling like, uh, do I feel bad because I didn't feel that way? A, I want to just acknowledge that that's a huge privilege to be able to make that decision because I think a lot of people would like to make that decision and maybe can't because of their family structure. And two, if that wasn't how you felt about it, then like uh, tons of my friends didn't feel like that too. And the one thing I've learned is that like really you know best for you, you know best for your family. But what I knew best for me and for my family was that I was going to be home with Oliver. And I was, and I didn't answer my phone. I didn't answer my email. And I'm so sorry if you were someone that I, I ignored on email. But uh, what happened was when I was getting ready to go back to work, 
My big, 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 big fear was that there would be this huge absence that by not being as available as I was, even though Oliver was on his way to preschool, that it would be bad for him and it would be sad for him and it would be really hard and it would be really challenging. And what I've realized with it is that I think we worry about things and how could we not? And it makes complete sense. But I think that that is one of the things, especially as a parent, but for everyone that we have these things, we don't know how they're going to turn out. And we just kind of obsess over them and worry that we're somehow messing the people up around us. And what I found in coming back to work and building up my practice again and joining this podcast was that it was kind of the opposite. Oliver really took a lot of pride in my work. And he started to ask a ton of questions and he wanted to know a lot about it. And he saw my book on the table and he actually wanted his own copy of my book that he like looked at and talked about it. And I saw him talking to teachers about it and peers around it. And it really, really, really warmed my heart. But something happened recently, which is that I picked Oliver up from his dad's house and I was asking him what he wanted to do. And he said, what I really want to do is I want to go to your work and see it. And I said, well, I have a couple different ways that I work. I have my clients that you know about and I see them virtually. And I have this podcast. And he was like, no, 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 no. I want to go to the studio and I want to see it. And it really did warm my heart because being a part of this podcast, especially early on when it was weekly, I was a lot less available to him. And there were things that I had to go and do and deal with because of the podcast. So there was time that I was away and he knew that I was away because of the podcast. And so it made me feel really good that this was something positive to him that he was really excited about. And he was like, I really, 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 really want to see the studio. So when I was thinking about the second to last episode, I was thinking, why don't we hear from him? So he is going to come later. We're actually going to record that tomorrow. So I have no idea what he's going to say. And anyone who's a parent knows that like this is a real wild card, but he is going to come and we are going to chat and I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him how it was to have me come back to work. And so we'll see what he says. But in the meantime, there are a couple big takeaways for me with the podcast. Number one was, I think sometimes we obsess over these things that we can't know the answer to. And so we take up a lot of headspace. And I could have never known that it wasn't just that he was okay with me working in this way, but it actually was something he took a lot of pride in. And I think that there's a lot of ways in which we have these limiting beliefs that don't serve us and that we are kind of obsessing over. And I think we do because we're probably trying to avoid feeling some other kind of uncomfortable emotion. But I think in this way, it really taught me this really positive thing. And how do I open up my mind in the future to that being a possibility? I don't appreciate the whole silver lining piece of it all when you're worried about something or when you're thinking about something that goes wrong, because I think that can be limiting too. But in this way that maybe the thing that I'm so worried about is going to work out maybe it will work out differently than I expected. Maybe it will end up being a really positive thing. Or maybe it will be a positive thing that's also a really challenging thing. But what it taught me was that I should be more open to that. And how much time I kind of lost obsessing about this when I could have kept my mind open. The other thing that I think is really, really important is that 
it really helped me with perfectionism. Like I think so many of you and a lot of you have told me this as well, that you guys are also recovering perfectionists. And when I joined this podcast, especially for all the time that it was daily, especially right at the beginning, I wanted to make sure everything was buttoned up perfect. And I realized how much overthinking is involved in that process too, where if you have more time to devote to something, you can obsess about it more and you can second guess yourself and you can kind of miss the point in that way too. And what I found is that if you listen to the earlier episodes, they're very buttoned up and they feel almost like book report-ish. But as you get to the middle and like, especially these more weekly episodes, they got a lot more off the cuff and they got a lot more authentic and they got a lot more me. And I like them better and they sound better. And even though the information is really good in the beginning, and I do actually recommend going back and all of this is going to live in perpetuity online. So by all means. But what I realized is that what I was doing in this perfectionism early on when I started to let it go more and more and more and more, it got better and it got richer and it got more authentic and it got more vulnerable and it got more me. And I really, really, really think that it's a good example for how this perfectionism can really stand in our way. And I think we know that and we've heard all the quotes and I just, I really believe it now more than ever that perfectionism does stand in the way of doing really good work. And this podcast really, really taught me that. The other thing it really taught me was that no one knows how to do anything and everyone's kind of winging it and we're all okay. And I don't know that I would have been able to do that in the same way if I hadn't been a mom first. And I'm not saying for anyone that isn't a mom that they can't do hard things and challenge themselves, but I'm talking about for myself not that I couldn't have, but I think it would have been a lot harder. So when I started this podcast, I had never done a podcast. I had never been on a podcast. Oh, no, I had been on one podcast. But the thing about it is what you realize, especially in parenthood, is that truly no one knows how to do anything. Everyone's winging it. Everyone's figuring it out on the fly. And it actually was so helpful because I was like, I don't know how to do this, but I guess I'll figure it out. And that was a really important skill for me to hone. And again, if you listen to those earlier episodes to now, like there was a learning curve and it is a lot better now, but people liked it at the beginning as well. And I think seeing that evolution and seeing that growth and realizing that that's all a part of the process and it's fun to be a beginner at something. If you let yourself truly be a beginner, we actually did a whole episode on that, but I really appreciate that idea of, I don't know, we're gonna start somewhere. Let's start here. We'll figure it out. And I don't know. I think that that could really be adapted to so many parts of life. Even say you're at a part in your wellness journey where this has never worked for you. Maybe you've never been able to be consistent in showing up for yourself again and again and again. Well, I mean, why not now? Why not be a beginner at this? Like truly start from the beginning with self-knowledge and some motivation and start there. There is truly, especially if you haven't seen the whole catalog, there is so much in there. So I just want to reiterate, if I have been a cozy corner on the internet for you, I am still very much here. Come find me. Let's talk about it. There's tons of ways to support in the same way that I've been doing on here. 
And also this way of revisiting perfectionism, revisiting what it means to wing it and start at the beginning and what it means to think about things that scare us with an open mind that it may go differently than we expect and it may actually bring gifts that we could have never expected. So Oliver is going to come next. We're recording this tomorrow, but you're going to hear it right now. Who knows what he's going to say because kids are unpredictable, but I'm I'm excited and I'm excited to hear what it has meant for him to have me work in this way. And I've gotten so many messages from women who have been in similar situations rejoining the workforce. And I think there's a lot of conversation around it where I think it used to be looked on poorly by employers and people that you're working with as something that a woman does that isn't professional and is kind of like unpredictable. And I think that that's really changing because I think that we're finding that having women in the workforce and people who have this unique experience is actually really valuable. I think having had this experience, again, everyone chooses what's right for them. But having this has like really deepened my work. It's deepened my empathy It's deepened my ability to be able to multitask in a way that I wasn't really quite great at before. And if you're in that situation and you are thinking about going back to work or you are going back to work, or even if you're just a younger person thinking about how you may want to structure your life, I just want to tell you that it's really possible and the work is really deep. And I'm not saying that it's not challenging to go back, that there are no challenges involved, but it's been really, really, really meaningful to me. And having that time with Oliver was the most magical, most meaningful part of my life that I will have ever had. But coming back to work in this way has also been incredibly meaningful to me. It's been good for my identity. It's been good for so many things. And I think that it's all possible and there's no rules. So next, I guess you'll hear from Oliver. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode. Hi. 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 So I am very happy and proud and it's very meaningful to me (laughs) to have someone special in the studio today. Oliver Lancheski, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. So I recorded yesterday a whole first part of this episode, which was dedicated to this idea of motherhood and work. And I was telling everyone about how meaningful it was to me that I feel like you're excited by my work and you're interested in it. Do you feel like that's accurate? Yes. (laughs) So I asked you the other day, I asked you what you wanted to do and you said you really wanted to see my work, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that so many moms and so many dads and so many parents think about their relationship between work and being a parent. And we worry that in some cases we're working too much and there's a struggle to balance both. And so it was so cool to me that I feel like you've really 
are interested and you like that I work. And I was just, I was curious to know what it meant to you. Like, how do you think about my work? What do you, what do you know that I do? Mm. Work. (laughs) I get a lot of questions about what to offer kids in terms of food. And I feel like you might be a really good Mm -hmm. person to ask. So what are some foods you're really liking right now? Broccoli, carrots, French toast. Love that. So many parents ask me in terms of dinners, what are good dinners to make that kids like? What would you say? What are some things that I've made or that you've had that you really enjoy? French toast. Anything else like more dinnery? Mm, cheesy egg bread. Cheesy egg bread, but that's kind of like a, I have made breakfast for dinner. But in terms of dinner... Carrots and French toast and pizza. That's really what you're into. Okay. So, I mean, that's good information to have too. Mm -hmm. My next question is, I guess it's more of a statement. So something that I've shared online with people is this formula that I have done with you that I feel like tends to work. And I'm curious your thoughts on it. I talk about this idea of serving kids two things that you know they'll eat And then two things that you hope they'll eat. And then there's not pressure to eat anything that you don't want to, but you have to kind of tolerate on your plate. Do you feel like that's an okay thing to do? Like, are you into that? Yeah. And do you feel like sometimes there's things on your plate that you might not want, but ideally you try, but you don't have to have anymore if you don't want, right? Yeah. I like it as a formula in general. So another thing that we've talked about on this show is this idea of how you have gotten this interest in money and how at first it was kind of uncomfortable for me because it just was. It was uncomfortable for me. And now I've seen what it does for you and that it is healthy and it was more something that I needed to think about. And what I've noticed is the more interest you've gotten in money, the more appreciation you have for things, especially when people buy you things. Do you feel like that's true? Yes. And and I've noticed... The thing that I've noticed that I really appreciate is sometimes I'll get some things for the house and you're like, oh, did you buy this for the house? Thank you so much. (laughs) And I really appreciate that. You're nodding your head. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's really cool. And I explored that idea a couple episodes ago about how I think older generations were uncomfortable talking about money but it was actually our immaturity around speaking about it and talking about it in the way that you and I have is actually really cool. And I think it does make you appreciate things. And I feel like you understand that when you work, ideally you're doing something that you really enjoy and you really love, but it also helps make money that helps allow you to buy things that then gives you the things that you need in your life, right? Mm-hmm. I also think you're really good at saving your money and you're really into that. I feel like there have been times where there's been an option to buy something and you're like, no, I'm going to save up for something bigger. And that is actually a concept we have talked about on this show a ton. This idea of a bigger payoff down the line. So what is something that you've been kind of thinking about in terms of a payoff down the line? Because you're big on that. Mm, Presents. Like? 
Anything specific? Treats, presents. <laughs> I love that. That is what you should spend your money on. So yes. another th- another thing that we've talked on the podcast about is how much you love taking pictures. And we've talked about this idea of seeing the world through your kids' eyes and how sometimes people are critical of themselves and pictures, but how you actually taught me to be more accepting of myself because there's been some pictures that you've taken of me and the way you've described them has made me like them more. Can you tell me what you like to take pictures of? Yeah. Sweet. I, I just like them. I mean, I feel like oh, we look happy. We look happy. <laughs> Yeah, and you've said that to me before, and I knew exactly what you were saying, and it made me love the pictures so much more because we do look happy. And I feel like it's a good message in general because sometimes people see pictures of themselves and they have different thoughts and feelings about them. But I think if we all framed it a little more like that, like you could see the emotion in it that you were really happy, then I think we would be more focused on that than the other stuff that I think sometimes we do focus on. So thank you. You're welcome. So another thing we have talked about on the podcast a ton is how when you involve kids in cooking, they're more likely to want to eat it and enjoy it. Do you think that that's true? Yeah. And do you like cooking? Yeah. What do you like making? Mm, French toast. I want to ask you a question. Okay. When you go here, do you always go in this room? Yes. I really, really like recording in this room. I've recorded in a couple other rooms, but this is my favorite room. Do you always record with your legs doing that? No. A lot of times I do exactly what you did, which I take off my shoes and I sit cross-legged. Do you always bring your sunglasses? Yes. I do. Always bring my sunglasses. Do you always drive here or do you sometimes walk? I've never walked here, but I have on certain occasions taken a lift here. Do you ever get the hot chocolate? You know, I haven't gotten the hot chocolate. Why? That's a good question. You know, I just haven't. I Normally when I come here, I get just hot water. I mean, like, do you ever, ever, ever drink hot chocolate? I drink hot chocolate sometimes. Do you want to have chocolate together soon? Because you are someone, and this is an interesting concept. You are someone who really likes to be eating the other thing that the other person is having. And when you're having something, you like that I'm having it too, right? Mm -hmm. What do you think that's all about? I don't know. It just feels good. What do you think? What do I think it's all about? I think that it feels... I think it feels bonding and intimate to eat something that someone else is eating. Right? Mm. Do you always bring your phone? Yes. Do you always wear headphones? I do always wear headphones. I have a question about about food. Okay, what's your question? Are carrots a vegetable? They are a vegetable. 
ask you a vegetable or protein? They're a vegetable. Do you love that I love broccoli? Love that you love broccoli. Broccolini? Yeah. French toast? Yeah, I love making you French toast. Carrots? Love that. I'm getting tired. You are? Mm -hmm. You know what? Me too. (laughs) I think it's good to recognize that, you know, so much of this show has been about listening to your body. I think listening to your body and understanding when you're tired and understanding when you're full, I feel like so much of taking good care of yourself has to do with I'm really tired. Paying attention more. <laughs> Do you want to go? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, tired. I'm really glad that you said that you were tired. Because I think so much of being healthy is knowing your body and knowing your limits. And so I'm glad you said that because I could sense that from you anyways. So what did you think? You really wanted to be here. What did you think? How was it for you being here? Was it cool to see where I work? Was it cool to see what I do? Yeah. What about it? That there was hot chocolate. That they got to turn on the lights. Mm -hmm. That that you're with me here. Oh, I love you. I really, really love you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud to have you here. And it's really meaningful to me. And that was really meaningful to me that that you that you like that I work and that you take pride in it. Yeah. Thank you for being here. You're welcome, Mama. I love you. I love you too. So thank you so much. I feel like this interview went different than I thought it would. And I think that that is also Way kind different. of- Yeah. And I feel like that's also, I guess, part of the point that sometimes things are unpredictable and you roll with it. And I feel like that's been the message of this whole show. So I will see you next week on Thursday for our very last episode. Thank you so much for listening to Good Instincts, hosted and written by me, Shira Barlow. You can find me on Instagram at Shira underscore RD. Good Instincts is a Dear Media Daily. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.